0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country black buffalo tobacco alternative bold flavor full pouches
1: when you buy kroger brand products you feel
2: like you're winning that's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices in fact we guarantee that you and your family will love how
1: kroger brand products taste or you get your money back so next time you're shopping for
2: the family look for delicious kroger brand products Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone.
0: This is Jeff T. from the Club 520 Podcast. When it comes to your feet, eBay's got your back. When you see the blue check mark that says authenticity guaranteed, that means real experts are checking your sneakers. Every stitch, down to the sole. They even smell them, because nothing says fresh like the scent of real kicks. So kick back and relax. From the drop to your doorstep, eBay doesn't play games with your sneaker game. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay authenticity guaranteed. Visit eBay.com for terms.
1: The volume.
2: Yo, what's happening, y'all? Welcome in. The Snaps Boys are back. I uh, hope you all had a wonderful weekend. I'm T-Bob Abier. He's Aaron Murray. This is Snaps, uh, a college football show that I hope you really enjoy. Shout out Aaron Murray, even though both of our names are on it. Like that old family guy joke where uh, they basically paint Ben Affleck as just sitting on the couch smoking weed and farting during the writing of Goodwill Hunting while Matt Damon did all the work. Aaron Murray gave you a winning parlay mm. this weekend on DraftKings. And I know it was a sleepy weekend, so I bet money you didn't bet it, but you fucked up because Aaron made you money this weekend. Well, we both did, obviously. But uh, but, shout but out if you stuff. bet all
1: six of the bets, you would have not have won the part line. I don't think people know which three of the six were mine. so
2: I don't think they – did they put – oh, I thought they didn't put my bets in there. When I saw it, it looked like they only put yours in Oh, there. did
1: they only put out my
2: three? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Nice. I'm, pretty I'm pretty sure. Yes. You're yeah. welcome. I made you money yeah. this weekend. That's Boom. what I'm saying.
1: Um, if only I had a good bookie, then I would have actually made some money this weekend. But my my bookie just... <laughs> was was working on his 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 ballerina skills. Unfortunately, do you know
2: how tired this shtick is? Just do you know how tired this shtick is? You, know is? you literally anytime you text me to place a bit of it you didn't you didn't text me to place any bets. Look, Look at, this at guy. that! There he is. I wish you. I wish my uh, nutcracker wife would text me back the picture of us together. It's a beautiful pic, but. 11k are we at 11k let's go 11.1 rolling line along the goal is 12.5 welcome in mac a barge b.a stone cold greg wilk nate dog everybody else um yeah i'm sorry if you're listening on podcast they just flashed up a picture of me and my nutcracker costume i was in the baton rouge ballet's uh production of the nutcracker it was one of the most fun and fulfilling experiences i've ever had in my entire life and like the huge thing in miss molly miss sharon two legends of the game that uh, did the choreography for this show thirty years ago, and this is their last year. And they've been running the Baton Rouge Ballet for fifty years, and they're both retiring. So shout out, you some real ones. It was a ton of fun. I can't wait to do it every single year. Um, <clears throat> go dog. My Falcons gear can be warm last night. That shit burns forever like a three wick candle. <laughs> Yeah, it was a rough, it was a rough game for the birds uh, mm-hmm. this weekend. Uh yesterday, barge. that was the purple party dad. Um Brandon Pratt says, Aaron, stop panicking about five stars leaving UGA. Uh, we're gonna go heavy on that tomorrow. We're not mm-hmm. gonna talk about it today. Tomorrow's gonna be a big uh, portal day, and that will probably break down Ole Miss's incredible class that they are mm-hmm. currently building. George is having a huge exodus coming up on today's show. Big news out of USC as former number one quarterback in the country, number one overall recruit, quarterback Malachi Nelson has entered the transfer portal after just one year at USC. Um, and this obviously, there's a lot of angles. Take this USC in trouble. Who will play quarterback next? Dante Moore, Malachi Nelson. Look at the other names. Who's most exciting prospect in the portal? Mm-hmm. All of this. Chip Kelly basically exposing the NCAA. For the uh, house of cards that it is, Deion Sanders on Nightcap last night, shout out the volume, even though it looked as great as Coach Prime was. If you like this show, do yourself a favor and uh, go find the YouTube video of Shannon Sharp, of Unk and Ocho, talking about eating ass, uh, because it is <laughs> fantastic, and it is right in line. Did you, did you learn anything? Did, any, any Any experimental moves that you, you well I talk a big game, yeah. But like sh- Shannon, I have never eaten ass, and so yeah, I'm. I am, you know. Like I said, I like to pretend I like the cosplay as a degenerate, but I don't know if I'm real one. Like like Ocho is. I don't know if I'm about that life. Um, he did say to use whipped cream and maybe like put like a cherry or a strawberry on there.
1: Oh, I also we, heard Ocho Ocho one time said that the, the way he healed his his ligament sprains mm-hmm. was he would like a sprained ankle. He would get urine and dip his foot in a, a, essentially a bag of urine, and just let it like marinate, and that's how he cured his uh, his ailments during his time. I, I,
2: I I mean, now that I remember that going viral, you know, I'm still not sure about the science behind that. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say this: it's not to say I have been caught up in the moment and I have been completely open and or wanting to perhaps eat ass. But at the end of the day, you know, it is, it's not my body. It takes two to tango. And I don't, I don't, I don't think my wife necessarily wants her ass eaten. Uh, How do you know?
1: And so you do it.
2: Well, no, because we've talked about it.
1: Oh, Um, it's not like, you you
2: know, you know, she doesn't. I would say this, the crazier part, and it all kicked off because they were talking about sucking toes. I, I would eat ass way before I'd suck toes. (laughs) I'm not into sucking toes at all, dude. I'm oh, sorry. I did not mean for and Ocho to completely derail the beginning of the show. Craig Lawson, damn dude. Um, happy Christmas week. Happy every holidays. Holiday. <laughs> happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Aaron, um, as our resident actual Jewish person, uh, is Hanukkah over? Where are we at?
1: Hanukkah is over. Finished about
2: three days, four days ago. I think last Did Thursday, you light last- a single menorah candle? No. Or I was a bad Jew this year.
1: I was a bad Jew. We were also unbelievable. <laughs> had like literally the flu go through the family the entire like week of Hanukkah, so we were not really in the in the, the Hanukkah spirit. So, um, it's an excuse. I, I was a bad Jew last week, but we're we're full steam ahead <laughs> for Christmas though. The cash in my cashew self is ready to go.
2: Oh my god, um, Craig, uh. Uh Dobby said Hanukkah's <laughs> over its ass eating time. Yeah. I mean that's that's like it's always been the tradition, right? <laughs> ass-over, where you eat the unleavened <laughs> ass. Oh, okay. There's actually you could do a good ass over joke. I'll find it eventually. All right, all right, all right. Let's lock in, Aaron, because ostensibly this is a football show mm-hmm. and we have football to talk about, even though we're happy to be back with you boys and girls. Hit the like button, share it with your friends. Um Caleb McCollum, I will I will get into What's going to happen with my hair a bit later on? We're going to have to push back the date a bit. I'll explain oh, why. Everybody relax. Everybody relax. No more no, excuses no, 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 no. of not no, cutting no, no, the no. hair. At the end of the show, we'll get into it. Okay. It's not, it's just a delay. It's like a video game, right? You want it to be I, right.
1: Am I, am I, where am I? We need to find out who other, what other Jewish quarterbacks existed in college football and where I, rank. well,
2: there's, Can we have a Jew. There's Barry Steinitz. uh, There's William Goldberg. There's Jeff Rosenberg. um, Who could forget about Mark Goldstein? Um, I'm sorry. These are all horribly offensive uh, Jewish stereotypical names that I'm throwing out here that are not real quarterbacks at all. Oh, my God. But this is funny. Aaron's the best ever (laughs) Jew (laughs) B. um kill McCallum, t up mm-hmm. how to play with obj he was awesome him and jarvis landry were the hardest working they were they were big um you know work hard like play hard kind of guys but like i think i think that's what always gets lost with guys like obj is they think that he's just because he like lives this big lifestyle that that man didn't work his life. that man lived on the jugs machine he was awesome all right let's get into football uh Former number one overall recruit quarterback Malachi Nelson mm. out of USC hits the transfer portal after one season with the Trojans. Of course, he only uh, played in one game, so he has his red shirt, so still four years of eligibility left. Um, there's two different conversations to have. First, we'll start with what this mean for USC. Then we'll get into what it means for Nelson himself. Aaron, I'll ask you the question. Uh, do you think USC is in trouble?
1: um yeah i would think so it's this is the most important position out there you've had what i would still consider top two or three talent at that position for the past two seasons and you still didn't win a championship with them. and now all of a sudden you're seeing guys obviously caleb going to the nfl you're seeing this young man decide to leave and and the name that keeps popping up is will howard like that like that's the name that Seems to be, you know, what 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 the feeling of a, who who could be possible QB one next year for USC, and I I like Will. I had an opportunity to cover Will last year, and actually in their in their bowl game against Alabama, I got to sit down with him and talk with him and see kind of how he's developed over the past couple seasons. But that's not Caleb Williams. So unless we 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 completely change who we are as a football team and get significantly better on defense, you're talking about it, you know an offense that's going to take steps backwards next year and and for Lincoln Riley that's that's uncharted territories. Like when's the last time that USC really didn't have or Lincoln Riley did not have a Heisman quarterback. So like so, maybe okay. I just I'm, I would be I would be a little bit concerned if I'm USC knowing that I just can't well, rely on my defense.
2: I would say this though. I would say this though. Um I don't think USC's in trouble because of Malachi Nelson leaving because if there's one and i and i feel like the quarterback situation on light and will howard is not that exciting compared to what lincoln riley's generally running out there right uh but if there's one thing lincoln riley knows how to do it's evaluate quarterbacks like we can right. agree on that right yeah like it's a very salient no, point mean, antonio and morales and, 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 out of the and, and athletic he's
1: dominated with transfer quarterbacks too like he's been able to get success with transfer guys you know during his career so that's like that's someone that if there was someone to trust in that, that department, then yeah, I would, I would trust him. But Exactly,
2: right? And so the point of that is, if he believes in Malachi Nelson, they wouldn't be shopping for Will Howard. Miller Moss wouldn't be starting the yeah. bowl game. Like that is Lincoln Riley basically telling you that he evaluated this cat once he got him on his team mm-hmm. as an early enrollee. And through this entire process, he hasn't seen enough. So I'm a US, and, and and I don't think this is just because I, I know USC fans might want to say that, but I don't think it's just sour grapes. I think it's legitimate. I mean, look at Jackson Arnold at Oklahoma; he's gonna yeah. play. Yeah. Uh, they committed to him. Look at I'm Leva out of Tennessee; he gonna play. They committed to him. Like if 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 Lincoln Riley, who's a quarterback expert, believed Nelson was the guy, he would have. He, he, this is this, he, but he this is.
1: Is this the this is? I guess this isn't a problem, but this is what a lot of people look at as as one of the problems with the transfer portal is coaches just like players are not committed to developing those student athletes. Like, like if you got, if you got a five-star quarterback, are you really going to give up after with him after a season? Kids, 18 years old, 19 years old. Like, are you truly well before before, before the whole portal world, If you got a five-star quarterback, number one player in the country who you obviously was your crown jewel when you got there to USC you're gonna do everything in your power to figure that out. You're gonna develop the hell out of them. And now with the portal's kind of like, you know what? Like I saw I saw one year of this 18, 19 year old kid, and 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 I didn't like it. So, like, hey, kid, go on. I'll I'll, I'll find someone else. Like there well, isn't he, no he didn't tell the kid investment. to go though. He didn't tell There's the kid. No to go. Investment. The
2: kid's running away from competition. He didn't tell the kid to go. The kid's choosing to leave. Like, that's on him. I don't want a quarterback that's not gonna stay around and compete anyway. Just come and go get I it, I Will Howard. Jackson Dart may have had to stay. But he had to stay, and he well, won it, that job.
1: It's still band aids, though, and it goes to band aids of I have to win now. Once again, the problem with this era: I have to win now as a coach. So, what's my best answer? Getting a a, a, a red shirt freshman who hasn't played, or getting an experienced guy? Where some coaches before all this would say, "You know what? I'm going to go with the red shirt freshman. This guy's talent. Yeah, he may not win me ten games next season, but I'm playing the long game where you continue to develop this young man. Then, boom! All of a sudden, junior season." I
2: think if he believed in me, I think if he believed in me, he would, he would be willing to run that risk. Oh, just like the Oklahoma pressure to is. win
1: now. There's a so pressure Brent to Benable's win
2: now. Not a, Brent Venables isn't under pressure to win now next year. And he's now running out Jackson Arnold. Josh Heupel isn't under pressure to win now at Tennessee.
1: They absolutely I think are. I think it's, I think it's different. I think it's different when you built your team on offense. I know they're trying to change that, but when your identity is on offense, and if that doesn't have success, then all of a sudden people start questioning you. You can't have – he. I don't think he thinks he can have a bad year offensively.
2: So, so okay, let, let's get – there's a great super chat here from Willie Permort who says, uh, $5 super chat, USC will be fine. Three great defensive staff hires already, and if anyone trust to get the QB situation right, it's Riley. True. Yeah. Okay. I trust Riley to maximize QBs for the most part, and I do love the defensive hires. Danton mm-hmm. Anton Lynn from UCLA, mm-hmm. I mean, it was crazy. UCLA won because of defense last year. It makes a lot of sense. To get North Dakota State's former head coach, Matt Inch, to be the linebackers coach and associate coach, that's bringing a wealth of experience in multiple different ways, right? How to run a program, how to win, and a great defensive mind. And who else did they hire? Um, mm-hmm. They hired Doug Belt, who used to be a defensive coordinator at Houston. So, uh, Belt. So, I actually really like the hires. All I'll say is this. I'm still betting on Lincoln Riley. Like I'm going to say USC is not in trouble because against it all, I am still a Lincoln Riley believer. I I believe he made some really poor decision in recommitting to Grinch, but I love these hires. I trust my quarterback, like Willie said. However, it is spectacular the amount of negative momentum that USC has right now. Aaron, I want to take you back. To when my son was born on December 2nd of 2022. On that day, USC was 11 and 1 and about to play in the Pac 12 championship with the likely Heisman winner. 11 and 1. Since that day, 7 and 7. Mm. They were going on to get dominated by Utah. Blow it against Tulane in the bowl game, and this year seven and five, five and four in the Pac-12 with losses to Notre Dame, Utah, Washington, Oregon, and UCLA. That is a shocking year. Like that is just an awful calendar year for Trojan fans. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I would still bet on USC. I think this is a sneaky big bowl game for USC. If they, because like one of the big things about them, we think right now, we think they're soft. We think they can't handle adversity. Okay. Show me Miller Moss. Can you find a way to win with Miller Moss against this Louisville team? Probably not. But if you do, that's going to show me some grit. That's going to show me some toughness, and it'll build some momentum heading into this new era.
1: Will it though? Will it? Like, like, I I, to me, I'll be honest. Like, I, 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 I can't take anything out of bowl games in today's game. Like, I can't. Like, I nothing that I will see in a bowl game is telling me that much about what your team's going to be like next season. Like, these are skeleton teams. These are teams without, you know, players, tunnel players in the transfer portal. I, I don't know the identity of a football team. It's an exhibition game. It is. It is. It is a, a preseason spring game. No one wants to be there. You know, the team that wins is the team that actually, like, actually will, 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 will give a damn and somewhat practice the week of the football game like USC wins it versus Louisville good for them but like i'm not going to sit back and say oh my god USC has it figured out oh my god this quarterback is 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 well, but the next mind, field your, but
2: but in this in this in how you're framing it this would mean more to Louisville like USC should be the team that's like ah we don't give a fuck whatever we're bigger than that blah 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 so that's kind of my point if USC kind of humbles themselves and shows the commitment to work to go beat a mm-hmm. very good Louisville team that does prove something to me about about the kind of makeup of of this program. Cause that's what bowl games are to me. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Um you really have to engage in a lot of nuance to to decide how we're thinking about each individual team. Like like uh, in the Texas bowl two years ago, LSU played Kansas State and had a wide receiver playing quarterback. Yeah. Because that's how sideways what everything was like 30 so, thir- something scholarship, scholarship players. The players. Yeah. So there are some situations where yes like okay throw everything out the window, right? but generally in every situation you can find some i would say value this, like, there if
1: if 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 the quarterback does go out there and have success then then all of a sudden i think you could start saying like okay it is this possibly our guy like do we need to get will howard you know does will howard then want to go there like if 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 miller moss goes and throws for uh, uh 220 yeah, yards three yeah. touchdowns then all of a sudden i think that may hinder your ability to get Will Howard does Will Howard want to go into competition with the guy that's been on the roster, the guy that just won a bowl game? Like, I think that gets to be a little bit of a tricky situation too. So, like, how much do you want Miller Moss to have a good game if you well, truly want to get someone in the portal?
2: It's like if you're a Tennessee fan, you probably want Joe Milton to go. No, I you want to see what Joe to go. That's what I'm saying. I want. I want. To, like, you want him to skip the bowl but, game, but, but I want to but, see
1: what Nico do. You asked game. about Oklahoma though, too. I think a lot. I think some of this does play into the NIO world too, where you know, those two quarterbacks are promised a lot of money. Yeah. There's people behind the scenes saying like, Hey, we, 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 we put together an $8 million package for Nico Nico needs to play. Like we ain't going to pay for Nico four million million, two two years, freshman, two years, sophomore for him not to play football.
2: No, it's I time. agree. It's, and, and this isn't a money situation, but like LSU fans sure. Uh, would love to see Jaden Daniels in a tiger uniform one more time. It's a Heisman winner, but like, they also, everybody's kind of like, well, no, but nobody wants to see him get hurt. And then you can get eyes on Garrett Nussmeier. And yep. how serious should you be considering? Um, sorry, Matthew, and I don't mean Joe Milton to, like, leave college. I mean, they don't want him in the bowl game. They want to get eyes on Ayam and where he's at currently. Um, congratulations, Norcat10. Know themselves. Know yourself. Yeah. Um. I guess I have to explain that since it's not just visual. He says, uh, people keep asking me if I'm gay, and I haven't really had an answer. But now, yeah, I'm thinking I'm gay. It must be from watching the show. Thank you. Congratulations. Oh. Um, Turner Young the $5 Super Chat. USC made that Washington game at home. Their Super Bowl uh, would love to eat. <laughs> I don't even know if I can read the rest of this. I I feel like it's going to oh get in trouble. It says, I would love to eat peaches at USC with my friends. <laughs> um, so that's great. That's great. Um so, so I I think I don't think USC's as much trouble as it would actually like look like. I like the hires and I like Lincoln Riley's ability to find answers. But where where would you put them history. in
1: the Big Ten? Where would you put them in the Big Ten heading into next
2: season? Six. Definitely okay. Definitely Nebraska first.
1: Yeah.
2: Then exactly. the Michigan-Ohio State tier, then Penn State, Washington, Oregon. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Washington, Oregon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So actually, uh, let's put let's put Washington, Oregon actually in the Michigan, Ohio State tier. Mm. Okay, so you got the Big Four. Shut up! What are you talking? You're such a fucking mm. hater, dude. I want to see
1: him do it without Pennix, but okay.
2: Yeah, no, I feel you. I feel you. But whatever, Kalen DeBoer. Okay, okay. okay. Show some okay. respect for the man. He's in the fucking playoffs. I get you. The Big so, Four. We'll say Big the Four. four. Oh, the Big Four. And yep. it's probably like Iowa, USC, Penn State. Penn State, Nebraska. I mean, yeah,
1: Wisconsin. Not, not really. I but mean, like in the right direction. They're they're middle of the pack. And UCLA beat them this year too. Don't forget, UCLA yeah. is coming with them as well. So, True. like, is 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 middle of the pack in the Big Ten a, a good thing for USC? Probably not. So, w- no, would you but consider I think that to I think, be in trouble.
2: Well, but I don't think. I mean, I, I, I guess in by two years, I think they'll be good again. I, I think. I think they'll figure it out at quarterback, and I think they're going to have a much improved defense. Um, but maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, you raise a good point. More competitive conference. Well, well Utah, a lot of negative
1: momentum. Utah's going to the Big Twelve. Can we just rename these conferences though? Next year like has that been discussed? The Big Teen.
2: Um, okay, now let's look at it from Malachi Nelson's perspective. Why did Malachi Nelson leave? He's from California. Mm-hmm. He was the number one quarterback in the country. He was committed to OU, then flipped to USC with Lincoln Riley. Um, again, is it simply because Lincoln Riley didn't think that he was the guy?
1: Or maybe not. He didn't think he was ready to be the guy this year. Or, you know, obviously the the, the, the discussions of Will Howard. I mean, I'm sure that for this, kid, this kid's mind, I mean, I've been in these shoes. In his mind, I'm sure it's like, okay, Caleb has one more year left next year this is my team and then all of a sudden you see your coaches shopping in the portal to get another quarterback sure piss you off a little bit especially a guy that that's that's that that is more seasoned than you are I mean, like no one wants to play the waiting game anymore like if i'm a five-star quarterback no one wants to pull the carson back wait for three years and they want to play within their first two years and yeah. if not then i'm gone like i i, I get it i understand I don't get it, but I was also fortunate enough because I got to play my redshirt freshman year, so I didn't have to wait. So I don't know what that's like, but I would anticipate being a five-star quarterback your whole life. You were told you should be a starting QB somewhere. You know you could probably go be a starting QB somewhere. I don't know what the NIL situation is at USC. You go hit the market, you go get paid, and maybe you could play as a freshman, or redshirt freshman. So Yeah, and
2: remember, the... Um if you don't play your first two years at a school, there's an 87% chance you transfer if you're a top 50 quarterback. Hmm. Even if you do play, there's a 50% chance that a top 50 quarterback transfers. Only one guy plays. Um, so, And even look now, you got Cam Ward, DJ, you yep. have Malik Murphy, Dante Moore, all out there. I'll be fascinated to see how it all shakes Cam out.
1: Ward is, Cam Ward's the, 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 the big piece that needs to fall. And it looks like it's Florida State-Miami for him right now. Like that, That's the domino that falls, and you start to see... How everything else shakes behind him. Um, so we'll see. I mean, signing days on Wednesday. So it'll be interesting to see if they, what these guys' decisions make here in the next couple of days.
2: There seems to be a um, debate taking place: who wins between Penn State and Oregon, Aaron? Oregon. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, so let's get to our former Oregon coach, now at UCLA, Chip Kelly, who had uh, a very strong take about the current state mm-hmm. and the potential mm-hmm. future of college football. But I think if you went together collectively as a group and said so there's 132 teams and we all share in the same, te- we all share the same TV contract so that the Mountain West doesn't have one and the
0: Sunbelt doesn't have another and SEC has one and they have another that we all go together. That's a lot of games and there's a lot of people in the TV world that would go through it. You can sponsor each one instead of calling it group of five and power five. You can call it Amazon, Nike, bid that out to things. You know, a lot of different
2: things but I think if we still do the same thing and take all that money and I would do this. And I think this needs to be done. That money now needs to be shared with the student athletes and there needs to be revenue sharing. The players should get paid and you can get rid of NLI and the school should be paying the players because the players are what the product is. Um, and th- there was also a portion of that that I really loved where he talked about. So that's revenue sharing. I want to get into that, but also there, there's a portion of that clip where Chip Kelly talks about how football should be its own thing. Yep. And it makes all sense in the world, right? Like Notre Dame football is independent and yet they're in conferences and other sports. Why is football not broken in to its own thing? Well, again, I know we've said it plenty of times, but it's like, or well, we said it at the time, but yep. now hearing a, a powerful voice like Kelly say it, it, it just brings it back up in my mind. Like you, I, I completely agree. UCLA softball should not be going to play Iowa softball. Mm -hmm. They have softball. I don't know if they have wrestling instead. But like either way, it's like one of those deals where it just doesn't make any sense. And if you weren't so beholden to the broken, old, illegal model that is the NCAA, this would all be much easier. And basically, Kelly goes on to call for football to be separate. And then for you to have a giant power five and Mm -hmm. a giant group of five conference. And you basically do a TV deal with the entire power five and then the entire group of five. And I love that Aaron, because personally I don't like, I have no sec pride. I have no big 10 pride. I don't like the idea that FSU and Clemson have to try to compete with schools. that are going to be receiving double the amount of TV Mm -hmm. revenue that they are. I think that's bullshit. I would, if you had a giant power five mm-hmm. with one giant television contract and everybody got equal payouts.
1: What, what, what's made NFL, the greatest organization, sports organization in the world. It's, it's the way they've organized it. They they said the NFL is going yeah. to be the big brand and we're going to make sure the NFL is taken care of. And then everyone else will essentially benefit. And look at now, look at the, look at the contracts, the players are getting, look at the, 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 the TV revenue. Hell, look at how much money the commissioner makes. I and mean, the commissioner makes 40 plus million dollars for the NFL, like but it started with the, the mindset of how do we make the NFL great? The issue with college football is we are so worried about this commissioner worrying about the SEC, this commissioner worried about the big Ten. Yep. And, 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 yep. and the big 12 and the ACC, like everyone is is divided. You care only about your silo. you don't care about the overall health of of what college football could be. So I love it, man. like can we just make it one big s, this is college football? This is, this is one governing body that focuses solely, I think he said this as well in there, that focuses solely on how do we make college football great all year long? You take it away from basketball. You take it away from baseball. You, NCAA, yeah. you can stay alive and you can focus on every other sport. You can focus on the Olympic sports. You can focus on the other sports. Football needs to be governed by its own group of people. That's all they care about. How do we make football great? And and how do we stop dividing it into once again these small silos? And you know, I, 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 college football is an amazing game. I love it. You love it. We all love it in this chat. But there's so much potential for it to be even better if we could just figure this out.
2: Um, I I I agree with you. Now, if we want to present a unified front, make football great again, make carry some divisive implications, but I understand what you're getting yes. at. I understand, like, that's not going to be the slogan, but I do see what you're saying. Yeah. That's what to make it, it great. Notebook is great.
1: It's just yeah. the, the, the next step of evolution. That's all we're saying. I'm yeah. not saying it. shit I'm
2: just saying like, it should be better. Evolution. Yeah. Exactly. So the problem is, if this is so obvious to us, if it's so obvious to everybody in the chat, if it's so obvious to everybody listening, they're watching, why the fuck are we doing it this way? And it all mm. comes back to the NCAA, it is a flatly illegal model that was that 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 is is archaic mm-hmm. and and really lasted way longer than ever should have. But now that it's finally gone to court and it's finally been examined under the brutal, harsh light of the internet and everything else, it is it well, It I mean, just go look at the court results. Here mm-hmm. is okay. So Will Wade is the men's basketball coach for I mean, the state Cowboys here in Louisiana. And um, this is from a press conference where he's asked about the recent ruling on eligibility where this could get a bit crazy. This, this might allow players to start transferring without any year penalty, unlimited transfers, potentially here's what will Wade had to say about the current state of the NCAA. December 27th, the NCAA is toast anyway.
1: They're going to get beat again on the 27th. So it's, I mean, it's, 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 it's a moot point. They're getting beat again. And they'll get beat again after that and they'll get beat again after that legally a lot of what the ncaa does is just it just flat illegal. i've learned that through 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 all of through all my stuff through all theirs through all this stuff like it's just it it, it doesn't it does. there's a reason they're trying to get antitrust exemption from from congress i mean they look they just need to blow the whole thing up and come back with a new model and they need to collective bargain with the players it's the only way they can make this thing work and until they do that they're just gonna get they're just gonna get smacked in court. You know what and I love to uh, let me just say this. I yeah. love. I mean, Hardball's kind of backed this team when it comes to players need to get paid. But it, it 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 is somewhat funny to me that that we're hearing a lot of players need to get paid from call like from the NCAA or from whatever you know governing body sure. there is because those are some of the schools that aren't winning when it comes to NIL. Like, that's a part of it, too. Like, for those that are having success, especially in the SEC, like, do you truly want there to be equal revenue split among all the universities when right now you're benefiting the most from NIL because your fan bases well, take care of the players more than, say, some
2: of these other conferences? Like, that that's a big thing, too. So, admittedly, y'all who listen to the show know um, I can be an idiot. So maybe I'm fucking dumb. But this is the one thing that I disagreed with Chip Kelly on. And it's this idea that if players get a piece of the TV revenue, the NIL goes away. Yep. Why would it? It's advertising. Yep. You can't cap advertising. Mm-hmm. You can't tell Patrick Mahomes State Farm can't pay him for commercials. And I can't, I can't fathom any realistic. And you can put in rules to be like, well, you know, they have to actually do this and there can't be school collectors. Blah. Well, but I still I see no way to police it. How do you realistically police it? if a company wants to pay yep. fucking Gunner Van Stockton or whatever his name is, huh, they can combine Vandergriff and Stockton. Yes, did. <laughs> if, if they want to pay this cat to do commercials at a local car dealership, I mean, what in American law says you can stop them? Mm-hmm. Like, no, that's the thing about the NCAA. That's why I haven't understood well, them complaining about NIL. NILs just saved them from having to have the revenue sharing battle. Like that's the battle well, they still have to have. Well, I think, I think the way that, that,
1: I wouldn't say nil. Nil will never fully would, would never die. But you could do a couple things. One, you could you could get rid of the collective model, saying, "Hey, these players are going to get paid. No more of these these essentially entities that are coming together to solely focus on putting together packages for
2: individuals. You could do that. How? Um, the, how? I don't. I don't see how because you could still just do that. I, I Water finds a way. Money finds a way. I 100 percent agree.
1: But then that's where it comes to my second kind of thought here. If I'm a donor and I know at the end of the day that these players are getting paid X amount of money, I think that does limit the pool that was originally paying to pay players to come to their university. If I know kids, I know if every kid on the football team is making $100,000, maybe you can get the big time boosters. But if I'm like your average fan that wants to help out a little bit, I'm saying like, man, these kids are already making six figures through the the NCAA right now. Why am I Mm going to pay them even more money? I think, it, because, I think it does because, limit the no, number of because he, No,
2: but but to me, no. it's the exact same thing as right now. It's because, well, guess what? George is gonna pay him more money. So it's way so you're still gonna have guys like Lane Kiffin out there, like, look, if you want to win, like you gotta pay. It's just what it is. It makes and, it a little
1: and, bit and, harder. It makes it a little bit harder. It would make it maybe, a little bit harder. It may, maybe yes. there were there's always ways to get kids paid. There's always and there've always been ways to incentivize kids to come before NIL. After NIL, there were always, not that there's going to be an after NIL, but before NIL, there was ways to find, you know, nice little McDonald's bags to incentivize kids to come to university. Like there will always be avenues.
2: But again, if you are someone who hates the current chaos of college football, which I actually am, I kind of love it, even though I know it's not going to stay here where I like that you get a free one-time transfer and then you have to graduate to transfer again. Although it sounds like the courts are about to rule most likely that you could just transfer unlimited amount of times. Um, I hate that. But, that's so stupid. Well, okay, but that's the NCAA's fault because everything is being examined in the court through a system that is flatly illegal and has been for a hundred years. And 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 so, like, that's why when Will Wade's talking about blowing it all up and coming up with something new, he's exactly right. The longer you try to hold on to this illegal system, you get these kind of janky yeah. cobbled together. Uh, solutions and or rules it's all just band-aids yes yes like
1: i think the signing day is a great example of a band-aid too like we, we we added this early signing day which is just idiotic i mean the calendar is a nightmare at the moment i mean you have you literally have all all of this going on right now transfer portal um dealing with nil the the signing days in three days. You have bowl games. You have getting ready for the playoffs. I mean, Malik Murphy is the perfect example of just the the the, the, the how stupid everything is right now. Yeah, you a have a quarterback who is getting ready to play in a playoff game who may be needed at some point during the game in one of the two games. I mean, maybe called upon to win a national championship has to hit the transfer portal because of the way the calendar set up, and now all of a sudden Texas is without their backup quarterback. How crazy yeah. is that? Like, like that is just such a shame. And, and as Texas I understand it, like, Steve Sarkisian
2: would still want him to be on the team and then allow him yeah. to transfer afterwards, right? Yeah. But but he just can't because of the rules. Um, You know, again, I mean, to me, it's also like, it's the old, uh, I used this with Hester and Carpenter the other day. It's the old Dutch cartoon of the boy who's at the dam and the dam mm-hmm. springs a leak. And so he sticks his finger in the leak, right? But then another mm-hmm. one appears. So he sticks his mm-hmm. finger there and then another one appears. And so it's like, okay, yeah. And this system leak, Murphy gets fucked, but then you change it and somebody else is going to get fucked. Yeah. Like somebody's always going to get fucked.
1: So mm-hmm. just, just it, it. I agree with what went. It needs to get blown up and we need to bring together great football minds. And then let's just focus on, okay. We're gonna have a, a, a fourteen day lock us in the building. Focus on this sport, and let's figure out how we can make this calendar and everything else better about it. So until uh, that happens, hell, let's yeah, go yeah no, and I'm ridiculous. not saying
2: no, no, I'm not saying that you don't try for solutions. I'm just saying let's just recognize there's never gonna be a perfect one. No, never well, be a perfect. He says Dylan Rayola is waiting for Carson Beck to declare. If he don't, he's going to Nebraska. Source right here from <laughs> Buford and live here now. I know. First off, I am always in forever. Fuck the Buford Wolves. Mm-hmm. If Dylan Rayola would go to my corn husk, so it would make them good. I would repeal a little bit of that. Um, I went to JC, so I struggled at Buford's hands for quite a bit. Um, yeah, uh, Nebraska. I, I really hope Rayola ends up going there because it was a fun and exciting week when you were going to get Kyle McCord there's and Rayola. No, there's Hummel. no
1: way. There's no way he can go to Georgia at this point.
2: There's no way. You think? Okay. 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 Good. That makes. What? Sense. What? what, it, what it, Maybe guys
1: don't care anymore because of just the world they live in. But it'd be like you're 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 engaged to your wife. You're you're about to go to the I mean, altar, no and house. then, and, oh, then and then and then and then all of a sudden, like the 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 day of the wedding, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna go on a three day vacation with this other chick. I'm gonna go check her out for a little bit.
2: No, it's Aaron. Yeah, man. you're not. You're not <laughs> engaged. Yeah. Hey, uh- you're no, not you're engaged. engaged.
1: You're engaged. Maybe you're dating. Maybe are you not engaged talking? when you commit? You're engaged. You sound like in the sunny days, the final day of the wedding day. You are engaged. No. And then you're, no. right before the wedding, you go for a little three day little you know little hangout with old fine blondie with the big D's over here. Yeah, I just don't think it sits well with the, with, with with the dog fans. I'm just going to be honest.
2: Okay, dog fans, run out Dylan Rayola because you can't handle the fact that he had a little flirtatious affair. Okay, I am sure. Yeah, that—that's exactly what you need to do. Um, Beck has nothing to do with Rayola's decision. We'll I see. Uh, why don't y'all just pay four million dollars to Carson Beck so we can all laugh at you? Um, so Bobo and Beck can fail you again next year. Don't. Uh, I want to get to Dion's comments on Nightcap last night, but first, our friends at DraftKings, NFL fans, it's time to unwrap some nonstop football action. This holiday season, throw down on big matchups to the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. This week, new customers can bet just five bucks on the NFL and score 150 instantly in bonus bets. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now with code TBOB. New customers bet $5 on NFL action to score 150 instantly in bonus bets only on the DraftKings Sportsbook with code TBOB. The crown is yours gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 877 8 hope Y or text hope and 467 369 In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. JLab has something
1: for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with powerhouse college athletics UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics NIL deals, j joins the action and connects with 182 million-plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com to
0: find your kind of tech. Warning this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Black Buffalo products are intended for adults age 21 and older Head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: So Dion Sanders went a nightcap last night with Unk, Unk and Ocho, and by the way, um, if you haven't listened or watched... I mean, a bit of me hates it because they're just so much more successful and famous than us in both football and this job. But whatever, it is what it is, right? There's always a bigger fish. Um, God damn, they're so funny, though. They're so funny. I haven't gotten to listen to all of the Dion episode yet, but I'm excited to. Uh, But he joined last night, and he said he would not go coach in the NFL. And I want to make one point real quick on this. Yeah, I think we like you should know Dion from day one has talked about why he's into doing all of this is because he wants to connect and help develop young Mm -hmm. men. And I see nothing in Dion's actions to give me any reason to doubt that statement. Like, yeah, I get it. He's a competitor. Yes, he wants to be successful. Yes, he wants to be compensated correctly for that success. But I don't think that compensation or personal success are his main driving factors. Like if they were, he wouldn't, need to do any of this he could go make as much and or more money just continuing to do easier stuff I think he legitimately loves coaching young men and connecting with them and trying to help them be successful Um, so I think he stays in college that's okay go ahead do you think anything has to
1: do with his brand and who he is like I'm just asking like Dion is the main attraction to Colorado you go coaching the NFL Dion ain't the main attraction if he's the head coach of whatever NFL football team. Well, like, okay, here you think there's a likes? sense of him enjoying to being, being the face of, because we always talk about college football, like who is truly yeah. the face of these programs? Well, it's Nick yeah, it's Saban. It's Kirby coach. Smart. It's the head coach. Yeah. Like because players are rotating, guys are in for four years, but the face of an NFL team, the quarterback, he's getting paid $50 million. That's the face of our franchise. Then this player, then that player. Like Dion ain't the face of the, you know, I don't know what team sucks in the NFL and really follow too much, whatever NFL team. He ain't the face of it. You are the face of Colorado. He would be the face of the Florida Gators. Like, is there an ego part of it too that keeps him in college football knowing that he will always be this dominant of a figure?
2: Well, okay, let me do this. So let's let's listen to it straight from Dion's mouth. We have the sound, and then and then I'll give you an answer. Here's Dion. I don't want to do pros. I love college. God and provided everything I need, man. I'm having the time of my life. I love Boulder, Colorado. I love the kids that I get to coach. I love the recruiting process. I love it. So and I like the purity of the young men. You know, I like this the 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 sensitivities and I like all that and the amateurism of it, even though it's turning to pros because everybody want a bag now, but I would have a hard time in a locker room with a guy that is making a multitude of millions and he don't want to play. I don't want to give this all. So I, I think, look, I, I mean, again, I take that at face value. Um, I think exactly what we're getting at. I, I, I think, I think I would be naive if I would say that Coach Prime didn't love some of the gravitas that comes mm-hmm. with being the face of a college program. Um, to your point, I don't think that that takes away from the sincerity of him no, saying no, that no, the main no, no, reason no. why he does this is yep. is for young. Yeah, why was that chair so big, Daniel? That's a good question. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. But it's like a throne, I guess. Uh, but it, but I don't think that takes away from him being like no. But I mean, at the end of the day, I love I love the kids. Like I, I like I like developing these young men, and you can hear it right there. Even though you're paying these college kids and whatnot, they're still 18 to 22. Mm -hmm. They're still young. They're still insecure. They're still different than NFL players. Do you think that you think he loses
1: some of that though too with when his son does go to the NFL? Like, I think there's an enjoyment as well. Like you see all the time, him and his son and Travis, you know, Shadur and Travis, they're they're going to the basketball games. They're going to, you know, they're flying around. They're doing all this other stuff. That's fun. Like you're getting that. Like how cool is it? You get to coach your son in college football, power five school. Like that's exciting stuff. Like that's, but you've seen those two journey from, from where they were to where they are now, when he does move on two things, obviously do you stay at Colorado and is it as much fun when you're not coaching two guys that you have built this incredible relationship with? Like there is something about your son and, and, and how you view yourself through how good of an athlete Travis is. Like I was that guy and now I get to coach that guy and I get to coach my sons. And when that does move on, how that changes kind of his perception of coaching these 18- to 22-year-olds.
2: Well, you know, I've coached three of my daughter's athletic teams, and um, we have yet to get a win in three years. So admittedly, maybe I'm probably not the best judge of this. Uh, Assistant coach, but whatever, not really on me. Um, I would imagine that it is deeply fulfilling, bucket-list incredible to yep. go through with your two sons what he is going through right now. Really, three when you even consider Dion Jr., what he's doing on the business social media front. That said, um, I think college coaches also, to a certain extent, do love getting in new guys and making new relationships and finding another Travis Hunter or something where he can kind of live, like, live by care, have those same feelings you were talking about. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess it would be less than because it's no longer your son, but it seemed like he was having fun before he coached his kid. Yeah. Uh, so I, 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 but but you know me, I'm a, I'm a I'm a Dion Andy. I'm I love Dion. Dion. You, I, yeah, I Dion. I was trying to get Dion.
1: I was trying to get to Auburn last year. So like you know my feelings on Dion. I think Dion is 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 really good for a lot of programs, especially those who need a facelift, need some recognition, need some booster support, whatever you need. Like he's he's he should be on. Yeah, I'm on your list of, of, of you know, candidates that should be uh, possibly. High. I, I don't I just don't see him saying that Colorado like I don't see him in the NFL. But I do not think Colorado is the end end point for him over the next couple of years.
2: Uh, Rudy Wright says, yes, yeah, Saban, Davo, Kirby are all into the gravitas of being the man as well. All the coaches enjoy being that. Yeah, dude, to be a head football coach in a college program, a major one. Um, you have to have the ego of like a medieval King because Mm -hmm. essentially you are one, like your word is law and everybody has to fall in line. So yes, it's going to attract and it's not negative. It's going to attract people who are more comfortable with that. Um, Todd Cagle says, (laughs) I didn't say it. Uh, (laughs) Riley is a program caretaker, not a program builder. Great coach. Wrong job. I don't think so. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. He took over good situation in Stoops. He had a great turnaround year one at USC. Great turnaround bad in year two. But look at Lane Kiffin. Great year one at Ole Miss. Horrible year two. Now a great year three. Mm. And Building. really setting up for an incredible year four. I mean,
1: might be one that will... Like T said, we'll dive into that tomorrow. But maybe one of the best teams in the SEC next year with what they got coming back and what they've been able to get, especially on the defense side of the <laughs> football.
2: Ooh-wee. Aiden Lykoski blames Bobo for UJ's failings. doesn't take the same heat for his daughter's teams. Mm, okay. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. It's a fair point. We
1: tied a game. I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to sign Maddox up for soccer again for spring and debating if I want to coach this year. And just, it's, it's a, it, last year coaching was a disaster. He was the only kid on my team that didn't play, so I'm coaching uh, nine other three year olds as my son's running around picking flowers and yep, doing other of shit. So I'm like, why am I coaching these kids? I want to coach my son, and he's
2: the only one that didn't <laughs> give a damn about. I'm just me. there to hype kids up and make sure everybody has fun.
1: I'm just there. All, all these other parents are just up. like sitting there, like, oh, they'll, they'll be fine. I'm like, can someone help me? I'm chasing around your damn
2: kid. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no, dude. That's your job. You're the coach. Come on, coach. Get it right.
0: Yeah, unbelievable. God, this guy sucks. No support.
2: Um, Florida State running back Trey Benson skipping the bowl game, entering the NFL draft, and then somebody, maybe PG, somebody else said um, in our document, wrote, "Should Florida State just opt out of the Orange Bowl?" That's a bitch made question. Yeah. Whoever wrote that yeah. is a coward and would have never gone undefeated, fifty five strength of schedule or not. And I know, look, the the, the question is just an insight conversation. I understand that. Um, But no, all Trey Benson it was make a smart decision for himself personally that we can all agree with. You know what he would be? He would be playing if they were in the playoff. Mm. I would also, again, like to take this opportunity to preemptively tell everyone who is going to play the I told you so game to fuck all the way off when FSU loses a bowl game yeah. because it in no way changes any of my original complaints or arguments about the selection process.
1: I, I think it goes both ways too. Like we talk about, like, I said earlier, you know, I don't, I can't take a lot from these bowl games. This is the, the Georgia Florida state is the prime game. You can't take anything away from Georgia has a quarter of their roster.
2: leaving for Georgia now.
1: Yeah. Georgia has a quarter of their roster, either in the portal or getting ready for the NFL. Florida state's going to have a bunch of guys getting ready for the NFL. Like, this ain't the extreme of what we just talked about with LSU and in 39 scholarship guys, but you, you, it's you not significantly, not that it's yeah, it's not <laughs> far off, it's not, it's trending in that direction right now for both these teams. So, I, I, I this is a you know, just you, just everyone go out there and, and be safe and, and turn this into a, a pro bowl game, you know, just put flags on the kids, get it over with, and move on to 2024.
2: We're master heart, nah. Hell, it's like y'all think Bobo's out there playing. That man averaged 40 points a game in the SEC. Eat a dick. Now, this is me they finally grilled a dick right in front of me, cutting it up. Well, whipmaster. I tried to tell you from the beginning of the season that Bobo would fail you when it mattered most after putting up great stats in the regular season, didn't I? I mainly just think about how funny it would be if somebody like was told Did to eat a, a dick, dick? and just had a well just had like an actual phallus just served up to them, finely cooked. Didn't um, that happen in Game of Thrones? with What's his name? Got his? Oh, yeah, with Ramsey. Char- yeah, Ramsey, yeah, got it, his, Ramsey no, off. Ramsey cut off the yons. Um, yes. But wasn't he eating it? Someone ate it. I think he was He was playing like he was. He was eating a sausage. And know. he was kind of wiggling in he, front of him. weird enough to he was. probably he get is. it, no, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, that's fair. Ramsey Bolton, one of the all-time good psychopath characters in uh in 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 Jesus history. She says Turner Young. Super <laughs> down with that. <laughs> um, okay, we'll end on probably the funniest comment I saw all day. Oh my God. Which I don't know what the context of this was, but Ashley Megan said, Turner Young, I think these players should just use their NIL money to get some double D's on their thighs so they can play with them and stay out of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just thinking about having two Big fake boobs on your thighs. It's a oh, very man. funny visual as well. You guys are the best. Huh. You guys are the best. Um, Whoever's hard, the better team. One bag That's it. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's look. That's 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 fine. I just don't think either of them should have made the playoff, or both should have. Yeah, you know? I don't know. Whatever. I don't care. I'm excited to watch Alabama, Michigan, and so. I'm really excited for Washington, Texas. It's gonna be awesome and we're going to break down all the action here on snaps, youtube.com. That volumes have to like subscribe. We love you so much. And, um, okay. Jaden officially opted out just now breaking news. Good. Uh, good. That makes me happy that thank God. I think he's so competitive that he wanted to play and somebody desperately needed to protect that man from himself. And now, Hey, Get a look at the nuts bus. All right, y'all. Thank you so much for supporting the show. Uh, so many y'all, chat. that's awesome, man. Awesome. We love to see it, and we'll see you next time tomorrow. Brand new episode of Snaps. Uh, what do we got tomorrow? Guests? Are we doing guests? Are uh, we doing? Austin? Brooks
1: Austin. Brooks Austin, Austin tomorrow.
2: God damn it, my bad. Brooks Austin tomorrow. So we're gonna dive deep on UJ, deep on Ole Miss. It's gonna be a great day. We'll see you then.
1: The volume.